The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hilarious. Is this an Archie's comic? Who's hotter, Betty or Veronica? Oh, man. Betty. We can't sit here and talk about the hottest cartoon characters. I would, it's, 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 it's disturbing. John, by the way, has looked it up. Drawing sexual arousal to cartoon characters. How about that? I think Rod would do a great interview with an expert on people attracted to cartoon characters. Not happening. It's a sports show. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, boy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Coming in hot on a Thursday. It's episode 960 of your favorite daytime sports talk show on Game Plus Television, YouTube, WQEE. I'm in a very good mood today, live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And I'm going to tell you something. Darren Moose Dupont, the co-host who's with us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, will join us uh, right now. Before I get into who the guests are going to be and what the topics are going to be, Moose, you pulled your... Wiener out of the campfire real fast there, like a minute before showtime. Folks, this is what Moose drops on me about five, no, <laughs> three minutes ago. When the show's over, I'm going to send you something you're really going to want to see. <laughs> what? Why would you tell me that two minutes before we go to the air? I would have been riddled with anxiety for two hours that you said that, and then you told me what it was. I'm like, oh, oh, all right, we'll send it now. But I thought I was in trouble again or something. Do you know what no, I mean? no, so, no, no, no. I'm just being yeah, yeah, yeah. cheeky so, yeah, and playful. Don't do that to somebody just before they go there. You'd think you'd know that. Now, having said uh. that, why I'm in such a good mood is that I met with the Grey Eagle people yesterday. Most just so you know, we can do the show here forever if we want to. Grey Eagle forever. Casino. How about that? So, uh, I don't know that we will, but it's nice to have the option. That's how well this little association has gone here from Calgary's entertainment destination. So thank you to the whole crew here. I appreciate them so much. And, um, but no, I'm not going to be here forever because the other thing I wanted to say to you was, you know, Lucian. Yes. The small in stature security at the front. He's about five, six Romanian, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> he always stops to talk. He goes, hey, hey, hey. I was walking in here this morning. He goes, I want on a cruise. I have not seen you since November. I went on a cruise at New Year's. I went down, saw Florida Keys. You live there? I said, very close. He says, that's the best place in the world. He goes, palm trees, ocean, weather is so beautiful. What more do you want? I'm like, hmm, there's nothing more that you'd want. It's the greatest place in the world, the Florida Keys and just that whole South Florida area. So anyways, he asked where you were. What should I tell him, Moose? Uh, regretfully tell them I'm stuck in the cold, <laughs> a province over. But I miss them. I miss well, them all so not, much. Eh, yeah, they miss you, and they wanted me to tell you that. But I also want to tell you that it's not that balmy here, by the way. Not that anybody wants to hear my life, although <laughs> it is the Rod Peterson show. My hair froze in the hot tub this morning. How about oh, that? How about no. that? Uh, yeah. It is an outdoor hot tub, by the way, but minus 9 Celsius, minus 16 with the wind chill. So, uh, again, 
Love and Gray Eagle, but uh, South Florida where it's at, particularly in the winter months. Anyways, coming up on the program today, I'm a fan of both our guests, but I am particularly a fan of Peter Marr, the Hall of Fame broadcaster of the Calgary Flames. Peter Marr and Doug Barkley, 66 CFR. He's going to be with us a little later on. Every time I hear the name Saddledome, I hear it's Peter's voice in my head saying it. The Saddledome. He's going to be with us for a good <laughs> chunk of the program today later. And Justin Dung from 3downnation.com to talk all things football because there's a lot, and that's what we do here. So enough Mickey Mousen. Can you hit the, the uh, quick six show horn, please, Director Bryce? And we'll get down to business. So there were just a few hockey games, Moose. I'll run through them real fast, and then you can throw your... Uh, two bits in on whatever you'd like. Nathan McKinnon scored the only goal of the shootout as the Colorado Avalanche defeated the Maple Leafs last night 2-1, and it was a beauty. After a frantic overtime that saw terrific chances at both ends, McKinnon beat Ilya Samsonov at a nice deke on the Avalanche's second shot, and then Alexander Georgiev then denied Mitch Marner to seal both points for the visiting Avs. Evgeny Kuznetsov and TJ Yoshii both scored in the shootout to give the Washington Capitals a 5-4 victory over the Buffalo Sabres. Shout out to fans of both those teams because they're watching right now, they tell me. The moves in the shootout were egregious by the Capitals, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Ryan Hartman had two goals and an assist as the surging Minnesota Wild beat St. Louis 8-5 in a game in which Blues goalie Jordan Bennington was ejected for throwing a blockered punch, given a, a match penalty. Marc-Andre Fleury tried to get at him. The linesman broke it up. And Kyle Palmieri had a career-high four points with a goal and three assists, and the New York Islanders earned a 6-3 victory over the Anaheim Ducks. And that was an exciting game, too. Yeah, I'm sure you saw the Trevor Zegras between the legs pass. I'll remind you, they lost 6-3. So you might have, uh, you know, a kid that could win a skills competition here, but you're not winning any games with this guy, and that should be, that should be a concern. Now, on the Bennington thing, I get asked a lot because I'm a goalie guy, and I cheer for goalies. I don't care. It, you know, if it was my team playing against somebody, I cheer for the goalie in net for the opposition for him to win in a, in a breakaway or a shootout because I'm a goalie guy. Bennington last night, you saw it. Hartman scored the yeah. goal, skated over Bennington. And he got up and blockered him. And to be honest, I thought Hartman dove. But it, 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 it dovetails into this. If, if Bennington was that big of a problem, pardon my French, cover your ears, but somebody would need to just beat the piss out of him. And then he would stop. But you can't really... It didn't need to be another goalie. It could be anybody else. Just grab him and beat the hell out of him. Finished. But we're moving away from a sport that that happens... So my thing with Bennington, I like him. He's won a Stanley Cup. He doesn't have a lot to prove. We're all a little touched up here, okay? As you know, my recovery business, the largest segment demographic of my clientele are goalies and former goalies. Why do they come to me? Because I get them. We speak our own language. And sometimes I needed to be grabbed and wailed on. So that's what I'm talking about. So... If you have a problem with fighting in hockey, like Braden Shen after the game said last night, the Blues star from Saskatoon, you saw the scrum with him. He's like, hey, you want interest? You want ratings to be up? You want people talking about the game? This is what it is. But no, they broke it up. It's a big problem. He gets a match penalty. Probably going to be suspended. So what did you think of what happened in the NHL last night? I thought it was fun. I mean, it definitely was fun. Um, <laughs> I'm getting notifications. I'm at the other hockey game. I'm, in, I'm getting notifications. You know, see what Jordan Bennington did. 
tonight in the game, yeah. and so I'm clicking on it. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh boy, they're going to be talking about this on Sports Center. And you know, sure they score, and he does it, and runs into him. I don't like that after a play like that, but I do like the fiery nature of the goaltender. And, you know, getting a little bad blood between the two teams. I don't hate that. You're right. He's probably going to get suspended by a game or so. But um, it'll be interesting to see uh, see what comes next. I'm smiling reading the viewer comments, by the way. And, and of course, your comments, too. Uh, where do I start? Aaron in Edmonton says, so why do we have to wait a whole day to watch video of the show? It would be nice to watch the same day if I miss the show. You can watch the same day. You're looking in the wrong place. DM me and I'll tell you what to do because uh, it's available as soon as we go off the air. You can go back and watch it. Cine watching in Pittsburgh says, I spent a lot of time in Key West. Hopefully I'll be able to catch one of your shows the next time you're down there. There will be more shows, but not for a while because we're going to be a Gray Eagle for a couple of months and I couldn't be more happy about that. Now that's warming up and that reminds me, Mark is watching in Melfort where they do the Melford shuffle, and he says, where? He goes, from Melford, Saskatchewan, where there are no mosquitoes or ticks yet. I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but he said to me, uh, I was in Saskatchewan on the weekend, he's like, we, 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 we talk ourselves into that it's, it's good. The days are getting longer. <laughs> There's no mosquitoes. <laughs> you know, positive things when the weather is terrible, you know? Um, two, okay, just, um, Perry S. Hockey has written in from Lethbridge. He's watching on Game Plus TV. He says, what's our first road trip playoff game going to be? And he says, it's going to be a pucker up playoff push for the 6th, 7th, and 8th WHL playoff seating finish. Um, did we lose Moose? Because I just did. There you go. Oh, okay. Lost you. Um, Shocks. It's negotiable. I'm thinking I'm going to come down to Lethbridge and watch a game. Uh, Red Deer for sure. And maybe even Calgary if they get in. Doc is watching in San Francisco. He writes in. He says, hi, Rod. Haven't talked to you for a long time. With Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets, he's asking for these players from Green Bay. Rodgers couldn't play with them in Green Bay, so why do they think they'll win with the Jets? They missed the playoffs this year. But he was the back-to-back -back MVP for two seasons just before that. And by the way, he's saying that's not, that was misconstrued. I don't know if you saw his comment on that or not, but he's like, I didn't go out and say, get this guy, get that guy, get this guy. Um, I do have the Aaron Rodgers thing coming up in my quick six, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on that right now. But things do get twisted. And listen, while I think Aaron Rodgers is a decent enough guy, my friends that know him love him, John Ryan and Tori Gurley by name, He's a little out of line in his comments, Derek, uh, Darren, because he's upset that he emerged from the darkness retreat and found out that the Packers were shopping him around. What do you expect? What do you expect? You're dangling them, saying that this might end. They're going to cover their ass. They have to do that. That's just good business. So clearly they are... Clearly, it's just a divorce between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, and it just usually tends to end this way. Isn't it sad? Tom Brady and the Patriots, Marc-Andre Fleury and the Golden Knights, name, name some that it ends well. It's more, that's more rare. Anyways, I got to move on. I don't want to, but point two is simply fighting in hockey.
Um, I saw it this morning on my Twitter. Uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League is moving towards banning fighting entirely. Moose and I talked about this morning. I said we could do two hours on this alone. Uh, the issue, they said, was going to be black and white. You fight, you're gone. It's not totally unheard of. Uh, we've, I'm a Junior A fan. How long has it been since fighting has been banned in Junior A? 25 years? 30 years? Somehow the league survived, and I still love it. So you can fight, uh, but our, in, the, in that league, but in the queue, you're not going to be able to. And my phone's going off about that. We're a hockey country. Hockey fans in the States are watching and listening, and that reminds me, Rhino Radio has checked in from Noonan, Georgia, and he says, good morning, RP Show. This is Atlanta's NHL show. Can we put that on some sweatpants or on a golf shirt or something? Atlanta's NHL show? I'm just putting that up there. If you put a gun to my head, and that's the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, should fighting be banned at all levels of hockey? all levels i put i posted it to twitter anyways and your options are yes no or undecided leading the way so far darren is no from what i saw with over 90 percent of the vote sorry over 70 percent of the vote and it's split between yes it should be banned forever or undecided uh so we got four minutes left in this segment we need to settle in on this i want everybody's opinion on it for this i really do you go first, because I've been doing a lot of talking, and then I'll give my thoughts. I'm probably <clears throat> still a little undecided on this. You know, I'm, I come from, obviously, a lot of junior hockey is DU. Um, I come from, you know, watching the NHL my whole life. But I also spent a lot of time in university hockey, where there's no fighting. Now, they only play 28 games. They only play Fridays and Saturday nights. And in university hockey, they're not trying to sell fight, tickets either. They're not trying to. They're not trying to sell tickets either. By the way, but continue. Sorry. No, but they are trying to get fans in the building. But if you fight, you're gone for the game. So there's just no fighting in that hockey. It's still good, but I've always felt like it was missing a little something because you get some real bad blood going between these two teams. But then nobody does anything about it, and it gets kind of chippy. So you end up going down that route. I don't know. I I do think we are going this way though. Um, it's just a matter of how long until we get there. But what we saw last night with Jordan Biddington, like, that stuff is fun. And next time they play each other, there's probably going to be a fight or two and we'll probably be tuned in to watch. Or he'll be suspended forever the way the NHL is going. Like, I'm, he won't mind me saying, Jeff Pearson, the hotelier, hotel magnate, has texted me and he says, uh, let the Q be the biggest cheap shot league and any Q players not move on to any pro level. They won't know what hit them. So there's that. Um, I, don't, I don't think the NHL is ever going to ban fighting ever. I don't, for a variety of reasons, but they better be careful. I, I'm gonna sit here and think a lot about what Jamie McCowan said on that coach that Peter Meyer is gonna be sitting on a little later on where he said, if you go woke, you go broke. So, I was thinking about this this morning in the gym, which, by the way, I didn't even tell you about the movie I watched last night. I spent $30 on concessions at Landmark Cinemas. $30 on concessions, which isn't, it isn't that hard, really, with concession prices, but I had, to, I had to run it off today. And I thought, here, here is, having worked on the other side 
in the sports business. Our sponsors are upset. We can't have blood on the ice. We can't have brawls. Got it. Can't have fighting. Can't have people getting hurt. No problem with that. Our sponsorships are down. Uh, that's because our numbers are down. Our ticket sales are down. Our ratings are down. Because people like the fighting. So what is it? Do you like sponsors buy numbers, as you know? Yeah. They buy buzz and hype, but then they don't want fighting? Because I feel like what's really wagging the dog of the NHL and all hockey leagues is what the sponsors want. Don't even get me started on the Edmonton Eskimos and Elks. So sports is losing its way, and maybe there will be a day come that hockey is uh, at fighting's banned at all levels, including the National Hockey League. I don't know, and that would be a mistake. By the way, I said no. Did you vote no that it should be banned or not? I didn't catch what you no, said. No, I'm an undecided. Of course you are. But we'll be right <laughs> back. <laughs> well, but I've got more. I, I was thinking of you when I, when I put that option in there. So anyways, we're just getting rolling. I haven't even got to World Baseball Classic yet. NFL, NBA, the Junior Hockey Playoffs. We'll be right back. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television. And your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Broadcasting live from that place, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And just some comments from our gang, our daily coffee gang, getting together here. Uh, before we bring the moose back in, Jason and Red Deer says, I love Aaron Rodgers' comments on Pat McAfee's show. I want to play for the Jets, so you guys just work out the details. Uh, 
I'm sorry. Hang on. Swerve in Calgary says, Cocaine Bear. Your thoughts? That's not the movie I went to. Later on, when we got more time, you can read the moose in here. I'll give you the update, the, re the report on the movie that I went to. It was Champions starring Woody Harrelson, and you gotta go. Ahead of all those other movies, Champions should be the one that you go watch first. It's amazing. Um, John in Edmonton says, if Rod of Fighting gets banned in the NHL, what will Evander Kane do on the ice? Um, score goals. Do you watch the orders? How about that? Stephen in North Dakota says, will hockey fighting be put in boxing rings of casinos again? Uh, they're already doing it. They did it in New Jersey at Christmas time. What's our buddy's name, Clark, from the Danbury Trashers? What's that guy? Do you remember his name? The Italian guy? A.J. Galante did it in New Jersey at Christmas time. Kevin the Medium has joined us, so the show officially starts now. Your son's been here for a while. <laughs> Just so you know, Kevin, talking about fighting in uh, hockey. And that's a poll question. My guess is Kevin's going to vote that fighting should be banned from hockey. That's the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Should fighting be banned? Did you say that you have more thoughts on it? Just as we're going to break, was that the indication that I got from you? Yeah, of course. So, like, I look at when I grew up in the game. I mean, as a Leafs fan, like the Ty Domi era, the Kirk Maltby era, you know, some of those guys, Rob Ray. And, you know, when... The Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings had their little spill. Claude Lemieux, Chris Draper, that whole deal. And you had Mike Vernon and Patrick Waugh fighting. Like, it doesn't get better than that. Like, it really doesn't. And I don't mean we need line brawls every night, but there was so much bad blood that every time those teams played each other, you had to tune in. You didn't know what was going to happen. And it wasn't just about the fighting. It was about the hate. So you really cared then who won the games. But then we got into a stretch where every team had like a token enforcer and it became cheesy. It became staged. They were dropping the gloves before the game even started. Nothing had happened. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I'm like, we don't need that anywhere near the game. But the stuff that happens when it's emotionally driven, I think is good for hockey, right? So it's about how do you like massage the it the right way? Yeah. Like the Flames and Rangers uh, earlier this year it is in a game that they're still talking about is the game of the year. Peter Marr coming up, the Hall of Fame voice of the Flames. And I'll get your messages to him, including Jake Hughes, who had a personal message for Pete. I want to know why the NHL hasn't banned fighting yet. I'd like to know why. Is it because of an entertainment factor? Is it because of the code? What is it? If you're going to get rid of it, then get rid of it. But if you want to go... Uh, what do they say? If you want to go woke, you're going to go broke. Uh, I just look at the NHL All-Star Week, which going in, the NHL people all said to me, it's not about the game. It's about the events. It's about this. Ex exposing it to new people. And I'm like, okay, I bought into it. And then I'm there on the weekend. I'm like, this is terrible. Who's making the decisions on where this league's going? Scares the hell out of me. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Because it's going to be all hockey the rest of the way. Baseball, Randy Arosi Reina had two doubles and drove in five runs. Rowdy Tellez added a two-run single and solo homer. And Mexico beat Canada 10-3 Wednesday. Mexico earned a spot in the quarterfinals of the World Baseball Classic. Canada officially eliminated. The big story coming out of Wednesday, as you know, I would think Moose is, was in Miami. All-star closer Edwin Diaz of the Mets was taken off the field in a wheelchair after appearing to seriously injure his right leg, celebrating Puerto Rico's victory over the Dominican Republic. 
Wednesday night, Diaz was swarmed by teammates after pitching a perfect ninth inning in a 5-2 win that clinched Puerto Rico a spot in the playoffs. The group was jumping together in the infield when Diaz collapsed to the ground. He was in tears and did not put any weight on his right leg as he left in a wheelchair. The thing he just signed the new deal for the Mets. Like, you can, I have, I have several floating topics I'd like to get to today. Like, who's your NHL dark horse team? What's the toughest division in the NHL? And also, all-star game injuries. Are we going to ban all-star games, international competition? Like, this World Baseball Classic is getting a lot of traction from what I can see. If I'm paying attention to it, that says something. But, oh, no, we can't have these international tournaments because guys might get hurt. That's just stupidity. That is sheer stupidity what Diaz did. That's not the World Baseball Classic's fault. What do you think? This is bad luck. It's just bad luck. That too. You know, how many times do we celebrate wins and jump around after a win? All the time. And to be honest, that's why you play the game. If you can't celebrate and you can't enjoy the victories and, and do those types of things, then why are we playing, right? We're not playing for a paycheck. I mean, we are at, at, when we're a pro at times for sure, but we're playing because we love the game and, and winning is why you play the game. So it's just bad luck. Don't worry about dissecting. We better not do this. We better not do that. You know, it's bad luck and it happens. We've seen it kickers. We've seen football. We've seen it in other sports. <laughs> uh, freak accidents when you're celebrating. This is nothing more than that. What it is, is a lesson probably to young kids and other pro athletes. You won, shake hands and walk off the field. Don't jump around like idiots. More than anything, you know, those old school athletes, George Reed comes to mind, the G unit, scored a touchdown, set the ball down in the end zone. I always love the guys that hand it or toss it to the referee. Now, I also love, <laughs> I do love the <laughs> jumping around and the backflips. But it's sort of like if you snap your ankle doing a backflip, you deserved it, you donkey. Okay. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, the audience has some thoughts on those fights, as we said. You know, what do we remember in this game? Landry writes in, he says, the unrivaled documentary on the Red Wings avalanche rivalry is so good. From Chad, he says, Sandy McCarthy and Ty Domi was always a classic. Jason in Red Deer says Probert versus Domi was the epic battle of all time. Sure. John in Edmonton, you know him, Moose. He goes, lots of my friends are not even watching or know it's on the World Baseball Classic. John, get new friends. How so about that? The one thing, we sit and talk about this. Uh, I do these banquets. Stu Grimson's a very good friend of mine, as you know. And I said, Stu... Would you have had a career in the NHL in today's game? And he's like, no. Look, Stu Grimson played 16, 17 seasons in the NHL. He had 17 points. Look it up. All time. So that's why when I, you know, when my football buddies get mad at me, when I say we need to go to NFL Canada, have NFL teams send their prospects to Canada, make it a developmental league, they get so mad and they're like that's going to eliminate the dn the tweener the dimebacker position in the cfl i'm like so <laughs> evolution process goons are gone matthew barnaby says he would have never played in the nhl if it wasn't for fighting
right? There is a little thing about progress. And I'll say it again. I would love to know why the NHL hasn't banned fighting yet. And I'm not sure they would even tell you if, they, if there was a reason. I'm not sure they'd tell you. But there's got to be a reason. Is it for selling tickets? Is it to enforce the game the right way? Police it the right way? I'm not sure. But maybe Peter Marr would... If anybody would know, it would be Peter Marr. <laughs> right? Um, moving oh, yeah. on to football after a, after a flurry of moves in the two days ahead of the official start of the NFL free agency period, Aaron Rodgers made the biggest news Wednesday by announcing his intention to play for the New York Jets. Several more players switched teams, including Ezekiel Elliott, will be, who will be looking for a new team in 2023 after the Dallas Cowboys cut him. I had a guy write me, let's call him Dallas. That's his name after the show. And he goes, no, 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 the Cowboys, you don't know how important Ezekiel Elliott is to the Dallas Cowboys. He makes Tony Pollard's job easy because of what Zeke does. I said, don't you, maybe call Jerry Jones and tell him because I don't really care. And they did cut him, which I felt that they should. Former number one overall pick Baker Mayfield was among other players on the move Wednesday, agreeing to an $8.5 million one-year contract with the Bucks. Baker, two and eight in 10 starts last season with the Panthers and Rams. Jacoby Brissett agreed to terms with the Washington Commanders on a one-year contract worth $1 million. Uh, late, then there's a slew here. Late Wednesday night, four-time Pro Bowl tackle Orlando Brown Jr. agreed on a $64 million four-year deal with the Bengals. Uh, the Patriots made their first pickup of free agency, adding wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, the Browns agreed with safety Juan Thornhill on a three-year contract worth $21 million. Uh, Six-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle Fletcher Cox is returning to the Eagles on a $10 million one-year deal. And veteran safety Jordan Poyer staying in Buffalo on a two-year deal. This is a lot to follow in the middle of hockey season, Darren, Darren but I'm assuming you are. I am. Uh, I'm trying to stay as up on it as possible, but you're right. It is a lot. And the biggest news that jumped out, I mean, besides Aaron Rodgers, was Ezekiel Elliott. And because he's a big name, I don't know that he's necessarily a top talent at that position anymore. But he reminds me a lot of Leonard Fournette. Now, you know, maybe a different situation in Jacksonville. But when you're in a good spot, I think you need to do whatever you can to stay in a good spot. Even if the money's not quite right, even if it's not quite perfect that way. And whether they were trying to restructure Zeke's contract to make him stay, you know, in a little bit better cap situation, and he didn't agree to it, you know, the coach liked him, the GM liked him, it seemed like people liked him, and he had a good role in that organization. When Leonard Fournette left the Jaguars, he kind of floated for a while until Tom Brady took him under his wing. So I wonder what's next for Ezekiel Elliott in the NFL. It's been fun to watch. Hard to keep track of in a way but fun to watch. Uh, point five in the NBA, the Toronto Raptors put a five-game home winning streak on the line tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. What's interesting about that is the visitors are led by Hamilton's Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who was the lone Canadian All-Star this season. So he makes his return to the GTA tonight with the Thunder. And he's the fifth-leading scorer in the NBA, by the way. What an interesting vote, right? Athlete of the year in Hamilton. What did Clint O'Neill say, Bubba O'Neill? He said, um, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Sarah, Sarah Nurse, and there was a third that was just a lights-out athlete from Hamilton. I don't know what they're doing there, but kudos to Hamilton. They're certainly doing something right. And um, speaking of that, Brent Munson.
Calgary Stampeders defensive coordinator is going to be with us tomorrow on a football Friday. I was talking to some football guys here this week. I said, what, what do I need to know about Brent Munson? And they said, he's from Hamilton, worked his way up, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. So there's another guy. Maybe Brent Munson should be up for Athlete of the Year in Hamilton. Um, junior hockey players, Moose, let's not sleep on this. This is the best time of the year. Everybody needs to wake up. WHL playoffs. This race to the end in the East is ridiculous, man. There's five games left. There's, what is there, four or five teams in contention for two spots. Yeah. Lethbridge clinched last night despite losing, but the Pats, Pats are in six. They're, they're going to be okay. The AJHL players, playoffs were in the thick of it. There was a scuffle on the stands the other night in Canmore. I was there. I love that stuff, but I know the leagues don't. SJHL playoffs begin this weekend, so are you going to... You took in some last night. I took in the uh, U18 uh, AAA um, playoffs, first round, or second round, I guess, contacts and the Pat Canadians. It was a wild game. Saskatoon was up, too. The Pat Canadians put it back at home, tied it. In overtime, goalie got hurt earlier in the game, and a little dribbler went in for the contacts in OT, so it was... uh, a night wow. full of everything last night. I enjoyed it. Awesome, Moose. Well, you let me know if you're back for overtime. If you're not, you have a great day and appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. The Hall of Famer Peter Amar joins us live next at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We're live on the Game Plus television network, live streaming on YouTube and iHeartRadio. And now on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. Live looking at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the gateway to the foothills right here. Calgary's entertainment destination is where we're at, live on Game Plus Television. That is Channel 924, TELUS in Alberta and B.C., also Sastel Max, Bell MTS Cable, and all through Eastern Canada on Rogers, Koji Co., Eastlink, Videotron. Contact your cable provider for details, although if you're watching, you don't need to. Just ahead of Peter Marr, a sports update on this Thursday. Last night in the dub, the Regina Pats ended their four-game drought, defeating the Brandon Wheat King 6-3 in the Brand Center. Connor Bedard had two goals and two assists for the Pats. In Kamloops, Matthew Semenov had four goals and four assists. Yes, eight points as Kamloops pummeled, pummeled the Victoria Royals 11-1. In Swifty... Trevor Wong had a goal and two assists as the Saskatoon Blades edged the Broncos 3-2. Here in Calgary, Matteo Danis' four-goal effort led the Calgary Hitmen to a 7-1 drubbing of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. And in Prince George, Chase Wheatcroft had two goals and three assists in leading the Prince George Cougars to a 6-3 win over the Kelowna Rockets. Adam Kidd, Gabriel Surztek, and Ethan Middlestat replied for Kelowna. Sports update for Landmark Cinemas. See what's playing now at LandmarkCinemas.com and sign up for the Landmark Extras card, which I have. At Landmark Cinemas right now, playing in theaters Scream 6. Following the latest ghost face killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh new chapter in theaters now. Okay. Peter Mars with us, the Hall of Famer. There's a lot of messages for you, Pete, that I've got to dig through here to get them. Folks, I want to say hey to you. More than anything, I want to know how you're doing. So how would you answer that? How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Good I for just you. got back from being uh, down south for a while. Good for you. Trying to improprove my golf game. But Were you I successful? Didn't. No, but I didn't. <laughs> well, you saw all areas of the golf course, let me guess. I did. You're yes, all over yes. the place. You were Phoenix? I was in Phoenix, yep. Yeah. 
Have you yep. taken in some hockey games at Mullet Arena in Phoenix? No, I did not. No, I decided um, I didn't want to make the trek out to that arena, and uh, I didn't go. I watched a few games on TV from there and saw games from that building, but I uh, was not in it. Okay. But I'm talking to some people that have been in there. They think it's quite a... It's quite a interesting, you know, uh, uh, crowd that's in there. They're all punched in together, a lot like when they played in the old corral here. Exactly. So, well, it's know. funny you say that. And Peter's here. Are you good for about an hour, Pete? Yeah, I'm good for the hour. Okay, so, appreciate yeah. it. We were talking. We've got a lot of stories to get to with Peter here. The pride of Campbellton, New Brunswick. Yeah, correct. That's it. Uh, well, I'm a big fan of Pete's. I'm not just kissing his butt, but he's known that for a long time. <laughs> I was listening to the game and watching the game from the Flames game from Mullet Arena the other day. And on the radio, I'm like, this sounds like a junior barn. It is a junior <laughs> barn. Uh, how do you, what do you think about that whole situation? I, I'm actually amazed that that team has stayed in Arizona as long as it has. I mean, they played in the other building, which was a, an NHL-sized building, a very nice building. Uh, that they had in uh, Glen, uh, Glendale, yep. and uh, then they ran into all kinds of problems. The team wouldn't pay bills or whatever, and they moved now to this place. Now they've got this other building in Tempe that they are proposing. The city council in uh, Tempe has approved it, but now it goes to a vote. I believe it's in another month and a half. The people of the, uh, the community will vote on whether or not they should build this arena for the uh, Arizona Coyotes, basically. It's also going to be entertainment center and all that type of thing. So, uh, but the, that team has never drawn really good crowds. When they first were there and played at the building downtown where the basketball team plays, they couldn't have people sit at one end of the building because the uh, arena was built for basketball. But they did fill it. What they had, they, they filled. They did right? fill it, yes. yes. Yep, yep. And then they moved up to, to Glendale. But, you know, since they were in Glendale, they never had a good team. I think they made Bring the playoffs bingo. once. Bingo. Bingo. That's the thing there. If they had a yeah. good team and still weren't drawing people, then I could see, okay, uh, you know, the, then the, it, it's not going to operate there. But um, they never had a really good team to really tell if you can, you know, you have your ups and downs. But they all, most of the time, are down yeah. like they are now in the standing. And unfortunately for the Flames, they lost a game in there the other night that they, oh, that they well, badly we're needed. getting We're getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to that. I'm, try, I'm trying to talk about the fun stuff first before yeah. we talk about the Flames. But uh, I've spent a lot of time in Arizona, and I've talked to the people there, and they said if you put a team on the ice, we would go. Don't blame us yep. for how bad this whole situation is. And the one thing I hear from our audience, Pete, is uh, that people like our show because we talk about things that the other shows don't and, and here's one that i don't get you mentioned they don't pay the bills in glendale um <laughs> no but you're right but i also hear on the other side how much money this owner of the coyotes has that he gets a, <laughs> he gets 51 cents of every dollar spent on gaming in arizona that's what i'm told really he's wild. got unending money so why don't you pay your bills <laughs> or you're paying over half your payroll on dead cap space to guys that aren't playing yeah, for you yes, yeah. so that, 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 listen, Pete, I feel like you're the guy that knows all the answers. If you don't, just tell me, but <laughs> no, why? I don't, know, I don't know all the answers. <laughs> There's breaking news. Pete doesn't know all the answers, folks. No, I, I think if you don't, nobody does. But why does Batman keep trying to pound this square peg into a round hole? The only reason that I can see, and it was kind of mentioned to me at one time, is that the television ratings of NHL games in Arizona is... I think it's number three or number four in the United States for a TV audience. Now this is probably because there's so many Canadians that are down there in the wintertime 
and they're tuning into you know their favorite teams or other NHL teams or whatever, but just not going to the rink to yeah. see the games being played. And I think they, if they didn't have the NHL team there, I think maybe the league feels that they lose a lot of those TV ratings. So, yeah. I don't know. It seems kind of strange to me. But that, that was the question <laughs> That's the explanation. I asked, and that was the explanation I got. Yeah, well, that part I get. And so you said you didn't want to go to Tempe to where the rink is. And I believe it's right on ASU campus, so I know where that is. Where is your spot? How far away would you be from that? Uh, we, well, actually, the place we were at was out in Glendale. So I was... The other way. <laughs> You're a little behind, Pete. <laughs> yeah. I was about a 10-minute drive from okay. the arena in Glendale. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, trust... But the, I guess my point, they talk about land mass, and I get it. <laughs> they say to, t to drive from the southeastern tip of Arizona all the way over to Glendale... Well, I've done it. It's like 90 minutes to two hours. But it's not the only city in North America that's got big landmass. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. been to all the places. Ottawa's a pain to get to. And yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, we but got. They're a getting a new. They're looking at a new place too, and new owners that are going to pay apparently pretty good money, according to Bettman. Oh, you saw that, hey? Uh, yes, I did see Gary yesterday. Yeah. Well, Ottawa's a wonderful city, man. I mean, they yeah. they should have the best facilities and a great team. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, in in 90 seconds, actually, sorry, about 45 seconds, <laughs> and, and if you, can, you carry it over to the next if you can't, why is the NHL not banned fighting yet, or do you think they ever will? I think it goes back to the entertainment value. I think if they took the, the and I think somebody, Ken Dryden, I think, may have made this comment a few years ago, if they took fighting out of the NHL, and all of a sudden, the crowds were down, or and the TV attendance was down. What are you going to do then? Then what are you going to do? You're going to bring it back in again. You're going to look like a fool. So I think that has a lot to do with why they have not uh, taken fighting out of uh, the NHL. Well, and now, if, if you've heard, the Quebec League is now saying they're going to ban it entirely. So that's our topic today, and we'll get into that with Pete. The current flames, the NHL races. It's a good time for Peter Marr to be here. We'll be right back. Uh, with an audience takeover next segment, too. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network. We're Atlanta's NHL show as well. We're on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. Beautiful morning in the foothills. You're looking at Great Eagle Resort and Casino packed in here again. And the Hall of Famer Peter Marr is with us. We've got a couple, well, several comments. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, March Madness starts today. No bracket? Um, no, I didn't have time to fill it out. I didn't watch one game all year. What am I going to talk about it here for? So, no, not for me. Jake Hughes writes in and he says, Please share my love for Mr. Marr. As a young kid in Calgary listening to him call the Flames Canucks games, his passion was infectious. Couldn't tell who scored because he was always excited. To me, that was always the, ignore, the 
annoying criticism. You get too excited when the other team scores. That's a, it's exciting. <laughs> I used to get that a lot. I You're bet right. you did. Yes, what did you I say did. to people? When I you... would just say, I'm just trying to be fair, but you would always tell when it was the Flames a little bit louder when the Flames scored as opposed to when the opposing team scored. The other question you used to get a lot, or the comment I get a lot, is if the Flames got beat by a bad score, like 7-1 or 10 nothing yep. or something, that you say the score too much. And I would remind them, I said, on radio, you can never say the score. That's a much. fact. You told me that. Yeah. I think you actually told me every minute, every minute to say yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, you did once. Yep. Now, Peter's come with a few things that he wants to get off his chest. And th <laughs> this fighting and hockey thing will carry over into hour two because we literally don't even have time to get into it here. Today is a special day Yep. in history. Tell us. Today is the 40th anniversary of the night that Lanny McDonald became the first flame Atlanta or Calgary, and the only flame, Atlanta or Calgary, to score 60 goals in a single season. Today is the day. What year? What year? This was in, in uh, uh, 1983. Wow. Lanny's first full season with the Flames after coming over from Colorado was the 82-83 season. And that year, he ended up scoring 66 goals, which still stands as the NHL, the Flames record uh, for goals in a uh, single season. And he was in the running with Gretzky for the NHL goals lead, and he ended up, Gretzky had 71, and Lanny ended up with 66. But tonight, interestingly, his 50th goal, which made him the first Calgary Flame to score 50, was in Buffalo, and his 60th goal was in Buffalo, and both of those game, games were against Bob Sove being the goaltender. And both of those games turned out to be losses for the Flames. And so, so is this a good anniversary or <laughs> yeah, not? It's a great anniversary for Lanny, but not so much for the team. But the, an interesting aspect from a broadcast standpoint is the game that he scored his 50th goal, uh, which would have been about three weeks ago, 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, also in Buffalo, as you mentioned, it was on a Friday night. There was no television. In those days, you know, half the games weren't on TV. And uh, to your point about the, uh, the listener that uh, sent in the text, is that you forget that there was no TV didn't have all the games through the 80s or the 90s. Yep. And so, you know, some years are, you know, they're only Saturday night games or one midweek game. So anyway, this particular game was on a Friday night and um, no television. And of course, the big buildup was Lanny with 49 goals going for his 50th goal of the season in a game at the old Memorial Auditorium in Buffalo. So Doug Barkley was my color commentator and I were up in our broadcast booth. Uh, we're having technical problems as the engineer who was from Buffalo was trying to get us on the air, couldn't get us on the air. We didn't have a pregame show. All of a sudden, the game starts and we're not on the air either. And so now I'm getting really, really nervous because this is, you know, there's, it's five o'clock Calgary time, which is drive time. And it's a big game that has been uh, promoted for, you know, Lanny's 50th goal possibility. Oh, what a feeling. Uh, and so been I, there. we can't afford to miss that. And uh, so we picked up the phone, had it on the phone for a while, then we lost the connection there. But fortunately, Lanny waited until the third period to score his 50th goal. By that time, we were on the air. <laughs> Typical Lanny style, wouldn't it be, though? Uh, there's no doubt why he's the chairman of the Hockey Hall of Fame. He just exudes class. He's helpful to everybody. Isn't he? <laughs> you know, you know he, you're right. He, he totally exudes class. Uh, yeah. you know, I was with him 
uh, when I was broadcasting games in Toronto, he was with the Maple Leafs, and then he, I came here, then he came here. And, uh, you know, even in, in his days in Toronto when he was younger, they'd hold the bus for him. The players would be all the bus. He'd be signing autographs outside the bus as the team was getting ready to leave to go to the hotel, from the hotel to the arena or from the arena to uh, back to the hotel or that sort of thing. And that continued right through his time here in Calgary. And even now, you know, you go to some nights if he's at the Flames game and there's a big lineup of people. Of course. And he signs autographs that everybody can recognize. And always smiling. Always Still smiling. Still smiling. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the Hall of yeah. Famer Peter Marr is with us, and I feel like we've barely got into anything yet. <laughs> Pete, we're still going to talk about that fighting and hockey thing because the Q's banning it beginning next year. We're going to talk about the Flames tonight at Vegas. All the games in the National Hockey League, there are 11. Whatever uh, topics you folks would like to bring up. And also, Justin Dunkel join us from 3downnation.com to discuss the latest in the football world. We're live from Great Eagle on Game Plus and WQEE, the key. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.